listening to Mississippi's most unapologetically conservative podcast. Where the truth is told and liberals are exposed. Liberals are exposed. Welcome to Mississippi Matters with your host, Will McLeod. This podcast is about educating you on politics from Mississippi to Washington, D.C. So strap in and enjoy the show. And now your host, Will McLeod. And we want to welcome you back to another episode of Mississippi Matters. And we're doing what it is we do best. You guessed it. Educating our listeners. And uh, I received an email uh, from the Mississippi Freedom Caucus. And... uh, the Mississippi Freedom Caucus, I believe, was founded by Representative uh, Steve Hopkins in North Mississippi. And uh, I believe uh, now it's being ran by uh, Dana Criswell and uh, Steve Utraska and uh, may- maybe even a few others that, that I'm not aware of. But I received this email, and uh, in the email, it made a comment uh, that I found to be very, very concerning. And, and the reason I found it to be concerning is that the Mississippi Freedom Caucus advertises itself as being conservative. Dana Criswell advertises himself as being conservative. And so in this email, he starts by saying this. We are now less than 90 days away from the primary elections in the state of Mississippi. In just three months, we'll have a better understanding of the trajectory of our state moving forward. There are quite a few legislative seats to be watching, and I hope to give you more information about these in subsequent emails. But for those now, it seems one of the biggest races of the season is the lieutenant governor's race and state senator. Now, now listen to this, folks. It says State Senator Chris McDaniel is challenging the incumbent Delbert Hoseman, who the McDaniel camp has disparagingly named Delbert the Democrat. The Mississippi Freedom Caucus isn't endorsing or engaging in the lieutenant governor's race. But I can personally understand how one may come to acknowledge that the current lieutenant governor is a moderate, at best, Republican. Now, for the average reader, that that, that may not have said much. But for somebody who's a conservative, who believes in the importance of backing conservative candidates, When I look at the Mississippi Freedom Caucus, the Mississippi Freedom Caucus claims to be an organization that supports what? Conservative candidates. So we have a lieutenant governor's race. And we have the Mississippi Freedom Caucus stating that it's a disparaging comment to call our current lieutenant governor, Delbert Hoseman, a Democrat. I would remind Mr. Criswell that it was not the McDaniel campaign that said originally that Delbert was a Democrat. It was Democrats that said Delbert Hoseman is a Democrat. In fact, it was a Democrat candidate for governor of the state of Mississippi, a longtime Democrat activist, a longtime Democrat political operative. Bob Hickenbottom, he stated 
that Delbert was a Democrat. Other Democrats that were chairing powerful committees have also told their constituents that Delbert is, in fact, one of them, that he is a Democrat. And so for the McDaniel campaign, number one, to state something that the Democrats are stating, but number two, to state a truth, a fact, he governs and legislates like a Democrat. So to say this is now disparaging. To speak truth is disparaging. And this is coming from an organization that is supposed to be supporting conservatives. Your agenda is to get conservatives elected, to get conservative legislation passed. And so you're staying out. You're staying out of of the race. You, you I, I don't I don't understand how you can stay out of the race. And you only have one conservative candidate. You believe in individual freedom, limited government, limited taxes. You believe in values. You believe in the right to keep and bear arms. This is the Freedom Caucus platform. Dana Criswell, you're the chairman. Dan Eubanks, you're the secretary treasurer. Stephen Utraska, you're you're a member of, of this organization. You say that you're a conservative, but yet this organization is going to remain silent during this campaign. I can't understand that. What it sounds like to me is more GOP pandering. What I'm watching during this election, I'm going to tell you something, folks. You, you, you watch these elected officials that say they're running as conservatives. They tell you they're conservative, but you watch their behavior during this election. People are scared to death that Chris McDaniel is not going to win this lieutenant governor's seat, and they're scared to upset the establishment. They're scared to upset Delbert Hoseman. This is what I'm talking about when I talk about how disingenuous the Republican Party has become. This is not, the, this is not what makes us who we are. This type of behavior is very alarming, it's very concerning, and frankly, it's very revealing. It's no longer a party of conservatives. The establishment is mirroring their once adversary, the Democrat Party. The state of Mississippi, this country, has become a unitarian party. There is a, there's one party in this country, and there's becoming one party in this state. And that is the party of the elite. The, the swamp needs to be drained. Folks, it's time to drain the swamp again. You you need to make sure going into this election that the people that you support, and, and as far as these organizations go, you send the emails, you ask for money. Hey, I'm going to tell you something. We're like Santa Claus over here. We have a list, and we're checking it twice, and we're going to find out who's playing naughty and who's playing nice. When the dust settles, we're going to remember 
we're keeping score. I'm amazed at the amount of people that, that, that say they pride themselves on being conservatives, but you're not showing your face to support Chris McDaniel. I'm not seeing you at the events. I'm not seeing you at the rallies. You are not a conservative. You are hiding in the bushes. You are ashamed of who you say you are because you do not want to upset the establishment. That's what's happening. But there are those of us that are not scared to say we are make America great again conservatives. We're not scared to say we support Chris McDaniel. We're not scared to say we support Lauren Smith. We're not scared to say we support Raymond Brooks. We are not scared to take the positions that we're taking. We need conservative leadership in this state. That's the only thing that's going to keep this state on the right course. It's going to take strong leadership from Chris McDaniel and those that will align themselves with him that are primarying these other Republicans. And after Chad McMahon and the stunt that he pulled with Lauren Smith calling to shake down a constituent, a one-time supporter of his, wanting $25,000, in the form of a campaign contribution because he set up a meeting for some of his constituents and a director of Medicaid, I believe it was, to try to get assistance for one of their relatives. He calls to threaten them because of a post that they made on social media. He wants to threaten them, going so far as to say he was receiving phone calls from Washington, D.C. Who were you, who was contacting you in Washington, D.C. that was keeping an eye on your constituents here in the state of Mississippi? We would like to know. Was it their congressman? What was it? Was it a District 1 congressman? Reveal the identity of who it was. Who was it? We would like to know. We're curious who in Washington, D.C. called you. Surely you're not implicating Trent Kelly. Surely you're not saying that it was Roger Wicker or Cindy Hyde-Smith that called you. Who in Washington, D.C. called you about posts that your constituency is making on Facebook? We're curious. We're waiting. Because Trent Kelly is a ghost. Trent Kelly's district doesn't hear anything out of him. It's though he doesn't even exist. Most of the state does not even realize that Trent Kelly is a U.S. congressman in the first district in this state. So I doubt very seriously that he's keeping tabs on your former supporters 
but but we're interested in knowing. And then you slander her character and say she's not paying rent. She's leaving people unpaid. She's not paying her bills. You went so far as to say she's sleeping around. You've insulted her and her integrity. Because you're intimidated by the fact she's a woman and she's a conservative and she's willing to debate you on the issues. And all you want to do is slander her. You are a coward, Chris McMahon. You're a coward. Debate your opponent. Dilbert Hoseman, debate your opponent. Debate Chris McDaniel. Chad, if your record is so good and you're not worried about this primary, stick to the issues. Quit slandering the reputation of another candidate and stick to the issues. I think you know the clock is running out on you. And you've resorted to attacking her and fear-mongering. You're pathetic. You're absolutely pathetic. You deserve to go home. And in the famous words of Donald J. Trump, you're fired. I believe that your constituency is going to fire you in this primary. You're going home. I would encourage everyone in that Lee County area to vote for Lauren Smith. I'm almost positive it's going to be uh, Senate District 6, but let me let me take a look here and see. Uh, we will pull her up real quick and see what district that is that she's running in. I am correct. It is Senate District 6, Lauren Smith. I would encourage you. And I'll tell you what's even more disgusting. If you'll go over to Lauren Smith's Facebook page, Lauren Smith. L-A-U-R-E-N Smith for State Senate District 6. Look at a video that she posted on April 21st of Chad McMahon, a, a current sitting Mississippi senator who during the Pledge of the Allegiance of the flag and uh, the uh, national anthem, he was chit-chatting with his hands in his pocket, showing zero respect. Zero respect. And it's all on film. Chris, uh, 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 Chad, how do, you, how do you explain that? How do you explain that? So, Mr. Chriswell, with all due respect, I think we have an obligation as conservatives to support conservative candidates. This is what I believe. I believe we have an absolute responsibility to speak truth. To call a spade a spade. This is what I believe. It blows my mind. It's very, very, very disheartening. That you would state, we're just going to stay out of the race. But yet you're there to push an agenda to promote conservative candidates and conservative legislation. This is very alarming. Very alarming. So once again, Chris McDaniels being attacked by his, his own party. And then you've got you've got Jeff Pender, who is a pitiful excuse for a journalist. He covers news for Mississippi Today, who is a trash paper, I might add. They're absolute garbage. I wouldn't pay 12 cents for a subscription. But he puts out, he jumps the gun, and he puts out a... Uh, story that was published that uh, McDaniel's campaign uh, failed to include their entire uh, campaign finance report that all they sent in was a cover sheet. 
So they go on this big tangent and uh, do everything they can to smear uh, Chris McDaniel and his campaign, saying that they're withholding. But the truth of the matter was, is then Secretary of State Michael Watson has to come out and release a statement saying that no, no, there were primary web server issues that prevented all of those pages from being published. They released a statement on Friday, letting people know, hey, look, hold up just a second. There was a system error, and that is what caused the delays. But do you think they wanted to go back and retract the story? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And then when the reports are published, they want to be petty and say, well, it's really kind of unclear what's what's taking place, what's going on, what what's being reported, what's not. Apparently, Mr. Pender there doesn't know how to read a campaign finance report. They want to talk about this $465,000 that the McDaniel campaign said will be returned. Of course, keep in mind, folks, they state they're going to return the money, but, but there was nothing illegal, nothing wrong, but just because of the man that Chris McDaniel is. And if he wanted to challenge it in court, look, folks, hey, he could challenge it in court and come out smelling like a rose. But I want you to look at those that are supporting the Chris McDaniel campaign. Look at the type of contributions of $5, $10, $2, $25, $50, $100. Look at the grassroot movement of Chris McDaniel's campaign, the people that are supporting him. And then I want you to go and I want you to look at who's supporting Delbert Hoseman. Look at those that are investing in his campaign. And you tell me why. You tell me why. So much out-of-state money is coming in to the Hoseman campaign. All the way from Utah. Michigan, Wisconsin, Virginia, Washington, D.C. You look at the type of donations, $25,000, donations being made. And then you look at the small mom and pops and the small businesses and, and the average everyday Mississippian that's given their hard-earned money to support their candidate, Chris McDaniel. J- just look at the supporters and the contributions that are being made, and that'll tell you what you need to know about these candidates. It'll tell you which candidates are bought and paid for and which ones are not. Go look and follow the money. And you'll find out. And then on top of that, they don't even get the story right. Mr. Pender saying the largest single donation was $25,000 from Barry Wax, owner of Wax Seed Company in Amory. This is not true. They received $50,000 from the Mississippi Realtors Association. 50,000. But again, Hoseman doesn't want to discuss the issues. He wants to discuss the pettiness. He don't want to debate the issues. Does anywhere we can find a discrepancy with Chris's campaign finance report, any little issue that we can, oh, oh look, he has a fly on his face. There's mud on his shoe. His shoe's untied. Pitiful. But you won't discuss the issues? You won't debate the issues, Mr. Lieutenant Governor? Debate your opponent. See, as conservatives, we're not afraid to discuss the issues. As We're not afraid to debate our platform. 
This is who we are. This is what we do. This is what we believe in, and we're not ashamed. But to but as petty as the Democrat Party is, as petty as Delbert Hoseman is, and then you want to turn around and say that the McDaniels campaign is is being disparaging by stating that Delbert is a Democrat. But yet he's the only conservative in the race looking to eliminate the state income tax, looking to eliminate the grocery tax. In addition to that, listen, there's a big movement for the elimination of sales tax on over-the-counter medications. I believe this, too, needs to be attended to. School choice. We believe the tax dollars should follow every student and let them choose their school, their district, or the right to invest their money into private schools and even church schools. These are the things you can expect to get with Chris McDaniel because he truly is a conservative who's truly a Republican who truly believes in the dream and the vision of our founding fathers that we were given freedom, not from man, but from God. And you want to play patty cake with these elections? Mr. Criswell, you want to you wanna just sit there with your hands in your pocket and say, well, we don't want to upset anybody. And we're at war with the Democrat Party. They are domestic terrorists. They are enemies from within. Let's call it what it is. Mr. Jim Borland, if you're out there listening, we're calling it what it is. You've asked if anybody's willing to say today's modern Democrat Party are domestic terrorists. They are enemies of the state. Folks, you just look at it. AOC's former aide not only worked on her campaign, but worked in her congressional office, is now the leader of the New York Communist Party. And she says she sees utility between being a communist and working with the Democrat Party. Former aide to Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who everybody knows as the Democrat from New York, is a senior official with the New York State Communist Party. Records first reported on by the New York Post showed that the 33-year-old Justine Medina worked for Ocasio-Cortez's campaign and ended up working in her legislative office. She was also named the co-chair of the New York Communist League by the People's World, which is a publication of the Communist Party. It says the publication now lists Medina as serving on the executive committee of the state communist party. And she's also active in the Amazon labor union at JFK eight. It says as an aide to Ocasio Cortez, Medina was responsible for organizing and writing policy language with anti-war veterans and the peace movement. She unapologetically expressed her views through tweets how she was in line with the Communist Party while she was being employed by said congresswoman. She stated she was a communist. These are the people that we're dealing with. These are people that adhere to the Mayoist, Leninist, Marxist, agenda. 
These are the people that follow the likes of Marx and Lenin and Paul Robeson. And these people are looking to bring this to our country. They're no, they're no longer hiding in the shadows as communists. They are bold and they are brazen and they are working at the upper echelon of U.S. government. And you think we have time to play around with this? You think we have time to just. Folks, I'm telling you, this Democrat Party, they are dangerous. Foolish policies causing energy poverty. You realize Chuck Schumer and his cronies in the Senate are backing legislation, seeking to pass legislation to ban gas stoves nationwide. Folks, we're talking about a gas stove and they're wanting to outlaw gas stoves in your homes. They're wanting to ban hookups of natural gas appliances in new construction. The fanatical movement like this to eliminate fossil energy sources is the exact reason the Mississippi legislature passed the All Fuels Act in 2021. House Energy Chairman Brent Powell helped to get this bill passed through both chambers. Thankfully, in Mississippi, at least, both Republicans and Democrats are sensible about energy and understanding the utter foolishness of of actions like outlawing gas stoves. But in Washington, D.C., New York, and other blue states, the war against fossil energy is raging. And I'm going to tell you something, folks. If we're not careful, they're going to bring it here. It's coming here. If we're not careful by who, by the likes of people like Delbert Hoseman and his alignment with the Democrat party, a bunch of radicals. You think you're paying a lot for electricity. Now you wait till they start outlawing all of these fossil fuels. You have never seen inflation, the likes of which are coming. We already can't maintain the electrical grid. And we're going to add to it. We're going to add to it. Folks, this doesn't even make sense. This is a suicide trip. These people are dangerous. Their policies are dangerous. And you have people like Delbert Hoseman who prides himself on reaching across the aisle and working with the Democrat Party. We don't care to work with the Democrat Party. We don't care to reach across the aisle. We don't care to concede and to compromise with Democrats. We have a supermajority control in this state, and we need to push through conservative legislation. At every turn, we need to dominate, beat, and destroy them when it comes to policy. But that sounds too rough. That that sounds too rough for, for, for some people. That's not palatable to talk that way. Folks, we have no choice. You put Democrats in control, and what do you get? You get crime. Over the past decade or so, America has experienced a radical experiment with the criminal justice reform. 
The number of people arrested each year has fallen sharply, but public prosecutors now are prosecuting significantly fewer cases. Those that have been convicted have generally been given shorter sentences. As a consequence, America's prison population is now 25% lower than it was in 2011. Now, on the outset, decreasing prison population sounds like a good thing, and this is what we want, but, but at what cost? The article goes on to say it's only those on the far left motivated by the anti-police and anti-prison agenda who have pushed for these changes. Plenty of well-meaning conservatives signed up for criminal justice reform as well. Everyone needs a second chance. In 2018, it was conservatives in Washington, D.C. that passed the First Step Act, which explicitly sought to reduce the prison population. Here in Mississippi in 2014, There was an overhaul done of the sentencing laws in a belief that there are better ways of preventing crime than just filling up our jails. Criminal justice reform might have cut the number of people that are arrested, prosecuted, and jailed, but these measures have not and do not cut crime. Quite the contrary, the article says. In fact, these well-meaning reforms are responsible for a sharp spike in crime that we have seen in many parts of America, such as in Jackson, Mississippi, a city that now has one of the highest per capita murder rates in the country. In 2013, the year before Mississippi overhauled sentencing laws, 28 people were murdered in Jackson per 100,000. By 2021, 101 people per 100,000 in the capital city were being victims of homicide. When the Mississippi Center for Public Policy surveyed Jackson families about education opportunities, he says, I was shocked to discover that their overwhelming concern was not school standards or even transport. It was safety. Decent families worrying about the safety of their kids and the fear of their children being shot. State Auditor Shad White added, we need statewide action and cannot dismiss crime as a distant problem. Mr. White, you're exactly right. I commend you for speaking out. And while I'm on the subject of Shad White, listen, you talk about a man who's doing a phenomenal job. Shad White, you're doing an amazing job over there in the auditor's office. You're doing what the people have sent you there to do. You are doing a fine job, sir. And I look forward to many more years of you at elected office in the state of Mississippi. I believe Mr. Shad White has a bright political future here in this state. And I think there's a strong possibility of Shad White one day becoming governor. He's a strong conservative. He does his job. He doesn't cut corners. I commend him. But folks, something has to be done about crime. But as long as we implement policies of the Democrat Party, it increases poverty. It stirs discontent. It it, it causes a recession in poor communities. They lose jobs. They lose safety. They get deteriorating schools. It is a breeding ground for violence and death. It's a breeding ground for crime. Yes, there need to be reforms. Yes, there are things that we can do better in our justice system. Absolutely, there are things that we can do better. I believe it's absolutely absurd that we continue to lock up addicts. They're not getting the help they deserve. They can get the same drugs in prison that they're getting on the streets. They're not coming out better. In many cases, they're coming out worse. We need to have alternative sentencing. We need to get these people the help they need. We need to get them into trade schools and get them skill sets. Things that will help them. 
to better themselves. Give them a reason to live. Give them something to choose other than drugs and a dead in life. And this is why I commend Ingalls Shipbuilding. As I was going through my news articles, uh, I, I want to commend Ingalls for what they have done uh, in the way of uh, 23 uh, graduating students from high school have been given full-time positions at English Shipbuilding. I want to read you this article. English Shipbuilding signs 23 high school seniors to full-time positions after graduating. English Shipbuilding in Pascagoula, Mississippi has a long partnership with local area school districts in recruiting and training students to join their workforce. This week, the company hosted a signing day ceremony for the 2023 graduates of its Shipbuilder Academy program, successfully completing the Academy's one-year specialized career technical education program. 23 high school seniors were offered full-time positions at Ingalls Shipbuilding, where they will begin a career after graduation as shipbuilders. The High school seniors were honored, much like school athletes who were announcing their college of choice. Each student received and signed a contingent offer of employment highlighting their position at the shipyard. Today, we celebrate the students who have committed to a technical career at Ingalls Shipbuilding and will build upon our 85-year legacy of building the most mission-ready ships for our country, says Ingalls Shipbuilding Vice President of Operations, Donnie Dorsey. Their decision to pursue hands-on training and technical skills while in high school is a testament to their innovative spirit, and we applaud their dedication to learning the critical skills needed to have a rewarding career in their chosen trade. Hey, this is what I'm talking about. We need more of this. Listen, this is what we need. Legislators, what you need to be doing is striking deals with manufacturers, with businesses throughout this state that are willing to do exactly what Ingalls is doing. Every one of these students don't need to go to college. Most of them, whatever they go to college for, all it does is get them into debt. Their degrees are useless. They get a degree in one thing, and then they end up in a whole other field of work. Because whatever it was they got the degree in, those, those areas are not providing the jobs. It's good that companies like this in the state of Mississippi are saying, hey, let us create programs, go through our programs, and we'll guarantee you a job. You will come out of high school working with a skill set, making a future for you and your family. Nissan, Tesla, Coca-Cola, all of you need to be taking notes. Continental Tire. You, 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 you folks need to be taking notes on this. Ergon. Some of you big food industry companies that own multiple chain restaurants. You need to be looking into these high schools to 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 develop these young men and women and and allow them opportunities to get into the hospitality fields, food and beverage, hotels. Train them up. The Bible tells us, train up a child in the way he should go. When he's old, he will not depart from it. What Ingalls is doing with this program is an absolute phenomenal, phenomenal idea. And here's the deal. They've got 13 different high schools across the Gulf Coast. Biloxi, Gulfport, West Harrison, Long Beach, Pass Christiane, Pascagoula, Gautier, Moss Point, East Central, Van Cleve, St. Martin, Ocean Springs, and Alma Bryant. 355 students successfully completed the program and attained National Center for Construction Education and Research Certifications. Congratulations.
Congratulations. This is what we need more of in this state. English Shipbuilding, I commend you. Job well done. This is what we need. This is what America is all about. This is what our future looks like. This is what will separate states like Mississippi apart from the rest of the pack. Being innovative. Coming up with ideas such as this. This is a good thing. This is what we want. Why are we recruiting labor from outside of the state? Why should our young people have to leave and go out of state to find jobs? Jobs should be here in America. As legislators, as elected officials, your primary job is to make sure that um, that America grows, that Mississippi grows, that our local communities grow. That we have jobs, infrastructure, and housing. That we have adequate medical facilities where the market allows. The beautiful thing about capitalism is it will put things in place and balance the playing field. But yet the Democrat mentality is that capitalism is evil. And it disenfranchises. The only thing that capitalism disenfranchises is laziness and the lack of initiative. Otherwise, America is a beautiful place to get wealthy. You just got to get in where you fit in. You're listening to Mississippi's most unapologetically conservative podcast. Mississippi Matters. Mississippi Matters. Folks, have you ever thought about getting into martial arts? Well, let me tell you about Gracie South Jiu-Jitsu in Pearl, Mississippi. It was founded by Ramey and Amber Kent, and these are great, great people, and they started a Gracie South Jiu-Jitsu Academy right in Fairmont Plaza in Pearl, Mississippi. Great location. Their web address is www.gracysouthjujitsupearl.com. Their phone number is 601-706-9769. Folks, let me tell you something. If you're looking for health benefits, if you're looking for discipline, or if you're just looking for a skill set that would allow you to defend yourself in the world in which we live, jujitsu is an amazing opportunity to pursue those things. It can be absolutely life-changing. The One of the great things about it is that you're able to meet new friends. You're able to meet neighbors. You're able to get out in your community and meet other like-minded people. Not only that, it's a good way to challenge yourself. Listen, folks, not only are they a sponsor of the show, but they're offering one free week of training. No commitment required. One week of free training. And listen, if you decide you like it and you want to sign up, mention the Mississippi Matters show. Tell them that you heard it here and you'll receive 20% off on your membership. Say it with me. 20% off on your membership. That's correct. Gracie South Jiu-Jitsu of Pearl, Mississippi, 601-706-9769. Or you can find them on the web at www.gracysouthjujitsupearl.com. You're listening to Mississippi's most unapologetically conservative podcast, Mississippi Matters. Mississippi Matters. Hey, folks, everything we do is because of our sponsors. People like Clayton McLeod, who is a real estate broker uh, and realtor there for Century 21, Mazellan Associates, great supporter of the show. 
Uh, you can reach out to him at 601-906-9540. Again, 601-906-9540. Or you can reach him on the web at www.claytonmcleodrealtor.com. Again, claytonmcleodrealtor.com. Look, folks, he's ready to make all your dreams come true. So if you're in the market to sell or buy real estate, Hey, folks, that includes hunting land. That includes recreational land. That includes land to build a home on. If you're looking to homestead, if you're looking for a home in a nice subdivision, or you're looking to sell property, this is your guy. Look, folks, he's in the Million Dollar Club. He's a top lister in the industry. The guy knows what he's talking about. Again, Clayton McLeod, Associate Broker and Realtor for Century 21 Mazellan Associates. Again, 601-906-9540 or on the web at www.claytonmcleodrealtor.com. You're listening to Mississippi's most unapologetically conservative podcast, Mississippi Matters. Mississippi Matters. Folks, don't forget the August 8th primary. If you live here in the state of Mississippi, August the 8th, that is on a Tuesday, we will be having the Republican primary elections. If you're looking for your candidate, don't wait till November. You need to get out and vote early. August the 8th is the primary. General election is always in November. The primary is in August. August the 8th falls on a Tuesday. Folks, get out and vote. Research the candidates. Get behind those conservative candidates. Those are the ones that are going to get the job done. Those are the ones that are going to make sure that Mississippi stays what it's supposed to be. Folks, don't let them steal our country from us. Don't let them steal and rob our state from us. It's up to people like us. It's up to us to educate ourselves. It's up to us to make sure that we put people in place to do the job. And if they're not doing their job, it is our obligation and our duty. It is a mandate that we fire them, send them home, and replace them with competent leadership. It's an absolute necessity. Folks, get out and vote. If you're not registered to vote, get out and vote. And I encourage you to vote Republican. Vote conservative. Look for the conservative candidates. This is who you want to back. This is who you want to play ball with, folks. Those that are going to stand on values and principles, those that will not be swayed by like or dislike, those that will not be tempted by money from lobbyists. Those that are going to stick to the plan of conservatism. It works when we use it. So again, I would encourage you, get out and vote. Encourage your neighbors to get out and vote. Vote conservative. Vote America first. Vote Mississippi first. Till we meet again. Thank you for tuning in to Mississippi Matters. We hope you enjoyed the show. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, as well as other streaming platforms. Please share this episode with others. Feel free to let us know what topics you'd like to see covered in future episodes. Get in touch with us on Facebook or visit us online at www.mymississippimatters.com.